Hello and welcome to another episode of A Double Thought Dimension. I'm your host, Derek. Today we're joined by Derek. Uh, this episode is going to be solo, just me today. Uh, it's been about a month since we last recorded an episode, but I wanted to get one out there so that uh, we're not just fading into the distance. Um, this episode is going to be about accountability, just uh, basic accountability Um in all things, whether it has to do with your job, your institutions, um, the hospital system, religious institutions, any, any type of institutions, um, and the need to be able to be accountable to the people that they serve or are supposed to serve. But before we do that, I would like to thank all producers of this podcast. I would like to thank Turbo Faggot for his emails and his uh, effort that he has put into this episode and and this podcast. Uh, he sent in a clip a while back, a pretty comical clip. Um, it's That's the first clip that we've received um, to Double Thought Dimension. So I would just like everyone to know that... Uh, Turbo Faggot is the first producer to ever send in a clip to this podcast, and I would like to play it right now. Let's see if this works. Penis purse! <laughs> well, it looks like the clip worked. Uh, that's definitely a funny clip, and I'm happy that uh, he was able to clip that and uh, send it in, and also that he sent it in the format of a Audacity project, so that's the the... Um, program I used to record and edit this podcast so it was very easy for me to uh, upload it into my computer and get it going so thanks again for that clip uh, I would also like to thank Chelsea and Izzy for being sustaining producers of this podcast they have been uh, since the beginning loyal and dedicated to sending out cash to this podcast and uh, supporting everything that me and Tony have been doing since the beginning of this uh, little idea that we've had. So thanks again, Chelsea and Izzy. And I would also like to thank all the uh, people that are on the live stream on Mondays um, and the podcasts uh, behind the schemes. Um, I would say that over the last few months, it's been a uh, fun experience to uh, interact with everyone on that uh, live stream during the shows on Mondays. So uh, thanks again to all those all the producers on that. Um, it definitely uh, has been a help uh, to me, um, just uh, as a way to get away from the monotony of uh, whatever and just kind of um, experience a community of people who are not. Um, subscribing to the current way, the current system, and are actually trying to uh, just be regular people and enjoy life and uh, call out the system for what it is. And um, it's just, uh, it's a great thing that uh, that exists. And I, I believe that that's going to be the future of um, content and broadcasting and 
the radio, the uh, mainstream, that is all dying. And what's happening is it's going to get replaced by um, podcasts like this and podcasts like Behind the Schemes, Up is Down. Um, these, the just the entire No Agenda stream and the concept of it and uh, Podcasting 2.0, there's going to be um, the mainstream at some point. Um, so right now we're talking and hopefully this is, uh, it's still underground, it's still cool, it's still uh, subversive, it still has balls, and it still has independent uh, voices. No, uh, There has been some that are corrupted and have been, uh, don't believe in the value for value system and uh, have accepted sponsorships and um, you know, promoting products and, uh, you know, that's the old way of doing things. That's the old way of thinking. And that's the way of thinking for money, um, which money is pointless. It, it's paper that the fed creates on a screen that has no value. It's nothing. It's, um, it's a bond that is produced that enslaves the human race. Um, so I'm, I'm not going to ever be a part of that system that um, promotes products or tries to sell you any sort of products or anything like that. This podcast is for freedom, for individual individuality, for calling out things that are wrong in society and trying to fix them and sh shedding a light on the darkness. Um, that's the whole concept of this podcast, Double Thought Dimension. We live in a double thought dimension where everything is upside down. When they tell you um, the sky is uh, green and you're supposed to believe it, they, they uh, say black is white, white is black, 2 plus 2 equals 5, um, even though you have fingers on your hand to tell you different, but you're expected to believe um, all those things they tell you uh, blindly with no um, thinking whatsoever. And uh, this podcast and all the podcasts on the No Agenda stream and many other podcasts out there are trying to shed some sort of light on the system, the status quo, and uh, give a reflection back showing that um, what they're saying is not reality <laughs> and I know all everyone listening to this right now you we're all on the same team and we're all um, luckily we don't have to live in that other dimension of uh, whacked out reality uh, we're still regular people we're still alive we're still ha we still have mental autonomy body autonomy and um, I would like to keep that going for as long as possible before that becomes extinct because it, they're trying to make it extinct right now. Uh, any sort of autonomy is being is going the way of the dodo bird, and it's fucked up. And no, no one's doing anything. Everyone is just accepting it, um, just accepting the mask, accepting the vaccine mandates, accept accepting the um, constant surveillance, accepting the idea of snitch culture. Um, this is wrong. It, this should never be accepted. And it's all about accountability. Why don't we have any accountability from our leaders, from our school board, 
from our doctors, from our scientists, from our police officers, from our local city governments? Why, when we are expected to be the crop, we're the crop of these people. They take our work that we do, they extract money from us, and then they never are held accountable for the actions that they create in society. And we are just expected to take it and just um, deal with it and have no outlet to um, express our frustrations or um, make anyone pay for the, the wrongs they have done. Yet, um, when we do voice our frustrations with the system or any sort of institution, we're almost always met with um, anger or like we are the problem. Um, but we're not the problem. We are the backbone of this society. This whole um, everything is based on us. We, the people of the United States and the world, are the backbone of everything that exists. Without us, there's nothing. And um, the ones in power, and the ones that hold any sort of power, even just a small amount, abuse that power. And it's, I've had enough. I've had enough of it, honestly. Um, a recent situation happened uh, with our local hospital where we just, um, we're reaching out to the hospital to tr just try to get some information regarding a certain type of immunotherapy. And all we wanted to know was um, just the, the code for the immunotherapy so that we could see if our insurance, insurance was going to um, pay for it or accept it. Uh, so we talked to the hospital and uh, got the answer back of, well, we're looking, we're, we're looking into it now and uh, we'll give you a call back by the end of, end of the day today. And, um, you know, obviously the end of the day came, no one ever called. Um, so I called back again the next day, uh, being met with the same exact type of story of, we're looking into it. We're trying to find it. We're uh, someone will call you back and and um, you know uh, waited all day yesterday. Um, no one called me. Uh, had to call back again, and the excuse was, well, it's not their fault that they they're not getting back to me because the the lady I was talking to was just a receptionist. Why she did all she could do to. Um, get the information to the doctors or whoever could find out this information for us. Um, but it still didn't happen. And uh, we're, I'm still waiting right now. They're supposed to call today. Um, but I didn't accept that uh, as the final answer. So yesterday, um, they after I got into an altercation with the person on the phone, um, I had had enough. So I drove to the hospital and demanded to speak to someone in an authority who was somehow in charge of the people that I'm supposed to be dealing with so that I could make some sort of formal complaint as to why um, 
we're having to deal with this because the the problem is is that um, you expect to get some sort of service or something from these institutions that you I, me or Tony never chose to be a part of this institution uh, per se um, Tony has cancer and we just uh, we're we're a part of the system because we um, have to do things just to find out what's going on with her cancer occasionally as far as get scans uh, blood work uh, etc so we have no choice but to deal with these people um, and you would just expect uh, that they would be able to treat you with some sort of compassion in any way or at least I can understand if you're just the, the general um, physician or just the, the emergency department or whatever. But if you're a part of oncology or dealing with people who are um, uh, being infused with chemo every day or whatever, and you still don't have the compassion to be able to call someone back about just a simple question, then something's wrong something has gone wrong and this type of behavior uh, is nothing new and it comes from literally every institution that i've had to deal with since i've been alive it seems like um if you need something uh from the government or any sort of institution you're expected to jump through ten thousand hoops complete ten thousand forms and uh, pay money or who, do, who knows what um, in order to get what you're supposed to get based on whatever you're seeking out the institution for. Yet, if there's ever any sort of issue or problem or uh, they drop the ball or, or anything like that, there's no way to get any sort of accountability for the actions of that institution. And it just gets brushed under the rug and it's wrong. Uh, this has to stop and this is coming from virtually every institution that we deal with um, another example is our local school uh, our, our kids are homeschooled now but we took them out of school because we've had just so many problems with the school prior even prior to covid but um, post covid uh you know, I've had sent emails to the superintendent, um, calls to the principal, um, so many different things um, with no response, um, condescending responses, uh, just total ig ignoring me. And it's, um, it's getting to the point of, uh, you know, how much can a person take? Um, how much can anyone take? How much can you take? Um, how many times, uh, whoever's listening to this right now, how many times have you gone to the bank, uh, to get a no new social security card to the doctor, to, um, your child's school and you're met with, um, total and completely utter incompetence, uh, from the staff and, are treated as if you are the problem uh, even though you never wanted to be a part of these systems uh, yet we're forced to to deal with these people and 
they can do anything they want to us and we can get nothing from them. <laughs> it's, um, it's crazy. Uh, we're expected to go to work our entire lives, um, have money extracted from us to pay the um, pensions and the salaries of these employees. Um, federal monies go to these employees, state monies, um, special interest, interest groups, who knows what. And the people that run these organizations are never held accountable for anything that they do. And they are just get away with, with um, treating the public like dog shit. And um, it's, it's too much, man. Like, uh, I don't know what it's going to take or uh, how much more the human population can take, take the um, lies, the contradictions, the, um, uh, the two-faced bullshit. Um, I mean, just name any institution. Uh, and it's obvious that the ones that are in power the leaders, supposed leaders of these institutions, are just liars. They they say one thing and they do another. They um, promote one thing, but they're really um, against it or vice versa. They they want us all to be trapped, locked down in our shit world, while they party with champagne, fly to. Mexico, go on vacations to Florida, um, just do anything they want while we have to do nothing. We, we, all we can do is go to work, come home and, um, that's it. And we're expected to just sit, sit back and just, and just take it for our whole lives while these, uh, politicians and leaders and, um, institutionalized bureaucrats, uh, profit off of our misery and um <laughs> it's it's crazy honestly if you if you really sit and think about how corrupt and um backwards uh virtually every portion of our society is um like i don't know it's it's too much and i'm guessing that if you're listening to this podcast you have had similar experiences and are, um, you've probably had enough as well. I mean, how, how long are we going to pretend like, like it, this is just okay? I mean, um, recently we went on a trip acro across the country, uh, down to the Southwest and back. It's probably like, overall, we probably went more than 4,000 miles roughly. And I mean, I don't want to live in a two-tiered society where in some places I can do some things and other places I can't do some things. Like, um, it's wrong. It's segregation. It's um, oppression. Um, it, it, no one should accept this. Uh, we're, we are the ones. We're, we're the mass of people. Uh, we should not accept this ridiculous bullshit uh, we have the numbers we we are the, the we literally are the government we are everything we're the waiters the um just like in the uh, fight club um we are the you know personal security detail we're the secret service 
we're the postal employees, we're the dock workers, we're the union um, uh, trade, uh, you know, trade unions, we're everything. Yet, for some reason, these uh, very small minority of people have got power uh, where they make all these ridiculous rules and we, for some reason, don't get to benefit in any way while they get everything. I mean, take a look at any organization. Uh, I mean, I'm a member of the uh, IBW Electoral Union. I mean, look at the people who are working at the local union and not only the local union, but going up to the international. This is with any union or any organization virtually. Uh, the people that are at the top um, in the leadership positions, when was the last time they ever dealt with society or had to deal with something like we, ha we have to deal with on a daily basis? I mean, uh, here's the number of times I've ever flown on a private jet. Zero number of times. Um, I've ridden in a limo one time, and that was um, recently. Uh, and we had we paid for it ourselves, obviously. Um, I had champagne maybe like twenty times ever in my whole life. Um, I've never had caviar. <laughs> you know, um, I own one suit. I've had that same suit um, since I got married. Uh, yet these people in these positions of power. Um, they have everything and they have to do nothing other than, um, you know, what do they do? I, I mean, they issue press releases, they do press conferences, they um, have meetings and all this stuff. But, uh, you know, they have a staff of 20 people who are writing all their speeches, preparing all their remarks. Uh, they're just professional actors and most of them are not very good. Yet we're supposed to somehow prop up this entire system for them so that they can benefit while, you know, like with my, the, the trade union, uh, I'm sure this is the, the same for virtually every trade, you know, I'm an electrician, but plumber, carpenter, iron worker, elevator, uh, installer, um, welder, whatever, um, we're paying um, so much, our, our wage is pretty high. There's no doubt about that. But we're paying so much to prop up a gigantic system that in all respects probably hates us, honestly. I mean, I know for a fact that the IBW 100% supports all kinds of leftist democratic policies that do not benefit me in any way. Um, they only benefit I don't know who, um, them to, to be able to stay in power. Um, and, and it's the same for almost any organization. And for some reason, we just continue on um, thinking that if we just keep working and keeping our nose to the grindstone, that we're eventually will um, uh, gain some sort of uh, American dream type situation. And it turns out that um, I mean, I've worked my whole life, starting from whatever age it is that I could work up until now. And, you know, we do, ha we have a house, we have a car two cars, um, a four-wheeler, a camper, uh, 
whatever, you know, but if I stop working or the money stops coming in for a, a month or, or a little bit more, all of it will just go away. I mean, because the amount of money that we make is only enough to sustain um, so, uh, so much. Um, we're never going to become wealthy. We'll never have, it's not possible. Um, we're not, we weren't born into the right bloodline to be able to become wealthy or be leaders. Uh, but the thing is, uh, the ones that are in power now, they are failing and people are actually noticing it for once. And I think coming up soon in the future, these people that are in power or at least claim to have power are going to lose it. I mean, our entire society is ran by people like me and people like you listening to this podcast right now. All we have to do is um, just stop and society will stop. I mean, who's going to turn the power on? Who's going to fix the plumbing? Who's going to drive the food? Uh, who's going to show up to the fast food restaurant? Who's going to, you know, it's us that's doing all these things. And what we're getting in return is not that much, honestly, uh, enough to barely survive. And uh, the, the system has shown itself for what it really is. And uh, very soon there is going to be um, a accountability is going to come for those in power. And it's only a matter of time and uh it's it's honestly is a great time to be alive right now um there goes a jet so i live right next to an airport there and the jet just flew over some sort of private jet no clue who's on there i mean for all i know that could be a jeffrey epstein style lolita express i, I really don't know um this airport that operates right in my town is not even a part of this state it's an it's another state is operating a private airport um, right next to my house um, they conduct uh, Black Hawk Black Hawk help helicopter training um, constant flights day and night of private jets and um, the only reason that they do what they do on and in this state is because there's less taxes less regulation um, it would be too expensive for them to do it in their own state so they, you know, they just, no institution seems to care or even try to care or has ever cared and um, just walks all over us um, like we're um, cockroaches. Uh, and it's, it's too much. It, it's really too much. And, um, you know. I I don't think the the people of the world are going to be able to take it for too much longer. Um, so, yeah, um, this is kind of a rant, I guess. I don't know. Is it? What is it? I don't know. But um, I know if if you're like me, and you're listening to this now, I'm guessing you are in a similar situation where uh, there's lots of institutions that you have to deal with each day. And there's never is any accountability uh, from them for you. 
you just have to give everything to them um, and receive nothing. And the days of that are coming to an end. Uh, we need to expose these people to the light so that they um, have to pay for what they've done. They need to be held accountable for, for what has happened. They need to be fired. Their wealth needs to be extracted. Um, and they need to be put in prison, in jail. Um, they need to um, see what it's like to live in our shoes uh, for a little while. And um, maybe something will change if that starts happening on a mass scale. Um, I mean, here's my recommendation to anyone listening now. Um, fire your leaders. Uh, hold all your leaders accountable. Um, if they don't answer your questions and just tell you they're going to call you back, don't accept that. Drive over to their place of employment and demand accountability. Um, I did that yesterday at the hospital, and I could tell they did not like it. They were not happy that I was there, and they did everything they could to placate me so that I would just stay silent. But I'm not going to stay silent, and neither should you. No one. We've we've been silent for too long, for hundreds of years, too, too many too many years, and it's time to break the silence and to expose the corrupt um, people for what they are and uh, have some accountability. So that's that's about it for today. I, I just wanted to get that out there and to. Um, let everyone know who listens to this podcast that we're we're still making it. We're still here, and uh, you know that's basically it. Um, you can find all of our podcasts um, at you know Apple, Google, whatever. I listen on Antenna Pod. I recommend the Podcasting 2.0 app, whatever kind. I don't. It doesn't matter. Um, you can email us at dtdimension at protonmail.com. You can uh, go to the Instagram, DT underscore Miracle Monday. Um, the website is doublethoughtdimension.com. And that's about it. Uh, thank you for listening. And thank you for... Here's what I would really like to thank you for. Um, this is accountability. If you don't like what I have to say or have some feedback, email me. And I will get back to you instantly. Uh, I have high accountability and I will never um, sweep you under the rug. Um, <laughs> so uh, that's my pledge to you. Um, so thank you for listening. And uh, remember, if you're hearing this, you are the resistance. <laughs>